I ask myself constantly is what I'm doing now in my life and my business getting me closer to where I want to be in a year or further from it? And that's just a simple question where I'm like, if I could be doing anything, if nothing was off limits, what would I want my day to look like? Like on a, on a micro scale, not just what are the big dreams and the big things that I want to accomplish, all those like shiny milestones, but what do I want my Wednesday to feel like, right? This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 113 of Yes And, brought to you by our friends at Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe resources and products. And we have a code. If you're interested in learning more and shopping, use Yes And 15 to get discounts and support this podcast when you do. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back or welcome to the show today. Today, we're going to talk about iteration. Iteration. Okay. The formal definition of iteration is this. It is the action or process of iterating or repeating, such as a procedure in which repetition of a sequence of operations yields results successfully closer to a desired result. So it's repeating. Iteration is repeating. And basically, iteration is just a fancy way to say improvisation. It is about trying things out seeing what sticks, dropping what doesn't, advancing what does. This is why life is improv. It's one big fucking iteration because A, we don't wake up with a script and B, we have to keep advancing things, trying things out and taking what works and leaving what doesn't if we want to really make any progress. Life is improv. Life is one big iteration. So today we're going to talk about not having a plan, not knowing what's next. Uh, We're going to talk about not knowing how to do things. We're going to talk about changing your mind. We're going to talk about not doing what everyone else thinks you should. We're going to talk about not staying in something, even if it's lucrative and still crushing it, loving it, being joyful along the way and succeeding beyond your wildest dreams despite it. Listen, it's possible. I am living proof of that, and so is my guest today. Plus, there are not many people that match my energy vibe, and this babe definitely does. Today, I am talking to the magical unicorn that is Miss Keisha Fitzgerald. So Keisha is an entrepreneur, a speaker, podcaster, and a CEO. She's on a mission to help women unapologetically share their voice and message with the world. She's the host of a top-rated podcast herself called Empower Her with over 4 million downloads in her first three years. And she is currently CEO of She Goes Company. It's a beautiful company focused on cultivating a global community of personal growth obsessed women who want to launch, grow, and build their podcasts through her live events, coaching, and membership. She is doing so much good in the world. And she's also found that what's often holding women back is the thoughts that we think 
about who we are and what we're capable of. So she sort of takes her knowledge from working with hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years and pairs them with her high vibe personality. Oh my God, she is a vibe. And this sort of uh, come with me, let's figure this out together approach to life and business to really light a fire under your ass so you can get out of your own way and go. So here is my high vibe conversation about iteration improvising and not knowing, but doing it anyway with Keisha. Keisha. Oh my gosh. I am so glad you're here on my show, my show. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here, Judy. This is going to be so fun. Like our energy. I hope people are like buckled Mm. up, ready to rock. We're just going to light a little fire into their booty today. Dude. And I even warned them. (laughs) I said, there are not many people. There are not many people that match that holler vibe and Keish is one of those people. So um, I love that you touched on that. So I got to ask you, you've got a lot going on. Where are you today? Where in the world is Keisha today? Yeah, I'm physically in Austin, Texas. Currently, there's a lot of tabs open in my brain mm. um, of a lot of things that I'm juggling. But what I'm really focused on is just being present where my feet are in the conversation in, in front of me, like this conversation, hoping to yeah. add tons of value to your audience. But I currently live in Austin, Texas, about to move to Denver, Colorado. Yes. Okay. We will, you know, I'm in the middle of a move myself. And I yeah. tell you that it's a, a really hard time to be moving because it is a little bit more of a seller's market than a buyer market. There's supply and demand and the world is changing so much. And um, I love how you opened because I just wrote that this morning. Like my big theme right now is just sort of surrender, like trusting yeah. where my feet are because I have been finding myself trying to sort of micromanage <laughs> the universe and you can't you cannot do that like you literally cannot do that so I too want to be where my feet are uh we're gonna go there and we're gonna talk today about where your feet have been because what I love Keisha about your story and really you as a human and what I think sticks out the most that will resonate with my listeners is your journey of possibility and the many iterations you've taken along the way as you've sort of built and become who you are today. So I think it would be powerful to learn a little bit more about you, all the iterations you've had along the way, and the best part, not knowing about how not knowing and how not having all the answers and doing it anyway has actually been the magic behind so much of your success and how you're now taking that magic and helping other women share it with the world. So Keish, can we just like start at the beginning? And I don't know this, but like, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? Yeah. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be a detective. I wanted to be a news anchor. And then I wanted to be a quote unquote businesswoman. Um, so I kind of became those things. You did it. You're um, doing it. But but I, I feel like a lot of listeners will connect with the feeling that I had where I followed the path that I thought that I should be taking. And because we become a byproduct of the expectations of our peer group, once I graduated college, I started this job on paper everything made sense. I did not have a back against the wall situation. I did not have a manager that I wanted to escape. Um, I had great career trajectory, actually great income by other people's standards. It was phenomenal. But internally, I felt like I wasn't living in alignment and I would shove that feeling down because it was so uncomfortable and I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. I was like, well, Mm. I think maybe I want to be an entrepreneur, but like, what, what do I even want to do? So 
instead of after trying to ignore that and quitting a lot of jobs, my last job in the corporate world was in project management and IT recruiting. Um, but I started a, started a network marketing business on the side simply to get more fulfillment and figure out like, could I just try this out and see if maybe this could be something that I'm interested in? Turns out that really took off. I built that business before and after work. And then my now fiance, Sina, and I moved from Seattle, where we were living at the time, to New York City for him to go to dental school. I got a job at Google and I built that business and grew it $100,000 a year every year. And um, then I got that feeling again, that gut feeling that I was like, something's not in alignment. And I didn't know what the thing was. And I didn't know step one, step two, step three. And I didn't know how I was going to figure it out. But I thought, what if I started a podcast Mm. And I took people along on the journey and I pulled back the curtain. And instead of saying, look at me, I have this all figured out. I said, come with me. Let's figure this out together because I don't know what's next. And I can be scared about that or I can see that that's actually a really beautiful connective tissue. Um, I wasn't struggling with like, how am I going to be credible? I was I was just being really open. I was like, I don't know what I want to do next. So I'll find authors um, to bring them on my show and interview mm. them and ask them the questions that I want to hear, but also what my listeners wanted to hear. And that developed a really strong community, which turned into launching my company, She Goes, in January 2020, which was supposed to be an events company January of 2020 <laughs> welcome Curveball. to 2020 <laughs> right yeah, I feel you on that uh, uh, and then it turned into a membership which iterated into helping women start podcasts grow monetize scale now we're moving into events and all of that jazz but really to your point it's been this iteration it's been saying okay let me try this out either I like it or I don't. And if I don't like it, then I'll just push it to the side. If I like it and I suck at it, I'm actually going to expect that because I'm not going to be very good at anything for the first time, including podcasting, right? 100. The first time you're sweaty and awkward and then you yes. put your reps in and you go from really crappy to decent to good. And if you keep going, you can get great. And I just yeah. figured out what was worth getting great at and working through all the sucky stuff and then listening to my intuition when it was time to change. And I really am passionate and I love this conversation that we're going to have today. And I know you're such a huge proponent of normalizing, changing your mind. Like as you're yes. evolving, of course, I'm not trying to work this hard on myself to stay the same. Like I want to be open to new opportunities and possibilities and know that that's, that's the whole juicy human experience here is the contrast of figuring it out and then getting good and then starting something new and, and all the ups and downs, you know? Hell yeah. You know, I got a DM um, a few years ago a little snarky, passive aggressive DM from someone in my past life. Um, yeah. And this person said, wow, you've changed. And my response was, I hope so. I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Right. And if my change isn't making you comfortable, that's your problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. And we are supposed to change. One of the things someone told me when I first started my business, Keish, and I want to know how this lands with you. What got you here yeah. to this moment isn't necessarily going to get you there. Yep. And I think so many people are afraid. Like we baggage, right? Like we hold mm -hmm. on to all the stuff because we don't want to let someone down or we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or, oh, by the way, everybody's telling us this is what we should be doing. But I think it sounds like your story and what you're trying to say, like you've 
picked up a lot of bags, but you are also not afraid to leave an old bag at the baggage claim when it's time to leave (laughs) the bag. Like you're saying, for example, your membership, you tried it out, found so much value, learned a lot about yourself and your community, and then took those learnings and built it into where you were supposed to go next. And a lot of people, and it was lucrative for you too. And you walked away from it on both fronts. So let's talk about how did how you know what I mean like how do you get strong enough to not only leave a decision a public decision but also a fight a lucrative decision and Mm -hmm. you continue to do this yeah so I ask myself constantly is what I'm doing now in my life and my business getting me closer to where I want to be in a year or further Mm -hmm. from it and that's just a simple question where I'm like, it, when I when I play out, like if I could be doing anything, if nothing was off limits, what would I want my day to look like? Mm. Like on a, on a micro scale, not just what are the big dreams and the big things that I want to yeah. accomplish, all those like shiny milestones, but what do I want my Wednesday to feel like, yeah. right? And like, what do I want to be spending my time and efforts and my one shot here on the planet actually doing? Yeah. And when I recognized that I was like, this is not getting me closer to the vision of where I want to be, that macro vision of where I want to go, then it's it's time for me to make a change. And whenever I'm making this change, I'm asking myself, first, have I done it long enough in order for me to actually have enough feedback to Mm. know if it's the right move or not? Because sometimes, you know, like when we start something new, because we aren't very good at it and we're not confident at it, we're not getting the feedback from it. And it's not, you know, if they're entrepreneurs listening to this, it's not lucrative straight out the gates. And it takes you a little bit of time to iterate, to get it to where it is. First asking yourself, have you done it long enough? And have you done it with enough oomph? Because if you've done it just to get it done, that feels different than like doing it to do it. And people feel that too. So I felt like I got to the point where I had iterated this membership so many times that it just no longer felt aligned toward the direction that I wanted to go or where I wanted to put my effort and my focus and my attention. So I, I quit the membership. Right. And I, and I talk about that publicly and I talk a lot about canceling programs and I even talk about the money side of it because people aren't sharing that. They're they're trying to make it look like success is linear or every single launch that you do, you crush it out of the park or every single decision that you make. Let's just talk even outside of the entrepreneurial space. My fiance, Cena and I are going on our fifth city that we've moved to that we thought was our forever place. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And it's like, because we want to find something that feels like it's going to be really aligned for us and we're not afraid to pick up and move to that next new city or start that new thing or 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 leave something behind that no longer feels aligned because I just don't want to get to the end of my TBD amount of days here and say coulda woulda shoulda wonder what would have happened if I would have actually gone for it that's so much scarier than somebody else's feedback that doesn't get it Mm-hmm. Right. We have so many people in our community that'll relate to that because what we find is a common thread. Uh, there are so many people that are waiting for someday, you know, someday yeah. when COVID is over, someday when I'm old enough, someday when I have the degree, someday when I have a baby, someday when I'm married, someday when mm-hmm. whatever, I have enough followers so that, you know, like we someday the shit out of ourselves. We actually call it someday syndrome in our community. It's a real yeah. th- diagnosis. Oh, um, hell yeah. And, and today is the day. And it sounds like you're living into that truth for sure. Yeah. And I think um, I've had a lot of experience with the fragility of life where Mm. I've lost two friends at age 30. Mm. And six months ago, we lost Cena's dad. And it was really unexpected. I saw that. Of course, so devastating. But at the same time, it's also like the reminder that like, 
when the hell is someday? I yeah. talked to both people that were age 30 that died the next day, the day before they died. They did not think that that was someday. So yes, yeah. that's like morbid and dark, but it's also beautiful because it's a reminder that like you have today and it's a freaking yeah. gift. So show up. Right. Like who cares what Sally Sue 293 on Instagram thinks you're a random aunt Nancy. Do you want to switch places with them? Like zero fucks right yeah I heard, I heard Gary V say once he said um someone asked him I mean this was years ago someone said what's your what's the best piece of advice you've ever received in your life yeah and he goes he just looks at the camera you know how he rolls he's like yeah you he goes three words and you're like what he goes you will die you will die yeah you will die mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. I, 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 you know, we can think it's morbid, but for me, um, this currency of time is yep. one of the motivating. I mean, think about it. It's people stress about money and likes yeah. and Bitcoin and all the crypto and get it. I get it. Like, get your get your money right. We love abundance. We love money. If you're in a car right now, I want you to say, I love money. Like, I love money. We got to have money to make good things happen in the world. Uh, but we forget about that other cash where that check we're cashing. And I'm always telling people, okay, like if time is currency and once it's spent, it's spent. Like you don't get it back. You can make more money. Like where are you cashing your checks? Are you cashing your checks into your email? Are they going into your DMs all day long? Are they constantly going into Instagram? Like where are you cashing your checks? And I think when you start to think of it in that sort of literal sense, you start to go, oh, wait, this city actually drains my energy. Like this person is, it is not mutually beneficial. This job, there are so many people, Keish, that are miserable and stuck and they don't know how to get out. So you've been in corporate. Yep. Okay. And you were side hustling. Can we go back to that? Like you were building this um, side hustle. That yeah. you actually made into a multiple six-figure business, okay? You were right. doing that on your nights and weekends, and I think so many people make a lot of excuses. Any thoughts for the woman listening who is trying to mm-hmm. dip her toe into that pond? What helped you stay sane? How did you do it? And any any words of advice for that girl right now? Yes. So the thing that's worked really well for me is I have a micro focus of what do I need to do today to win the day Mm. and then a macro vision of where I want to go and like how excited I can get about that macro vision. So when I think micro, my main focus in everything that I'm doing from an entrepreneurial perspective, especially when building a side hustle, especially if it happens to be for anyone listening with like network marketing or you're putting yourself out on social media and like that you're, you're subjecting yourself to feedback, which you're going to get either way, but you're just putting yourself out there. So it's so important at the foundation that you're doing things to help yourself build confidence Mm. because then it's like every single day that you show up and keep a promise to yourself you're putting a deposit into your confidence bucket right like plop 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 and then when someone doesn't vibe with you it feels like they smacked the side of your confidence bucket and a little bit sloshes out because you're a human not a robot you do care what people think like you can't say you don't ever care what people think it's just ideally you care what you think most but when you're on this micro focus of what do I need to do today to win the day in this exact season in my life you start to 
build up and stack those wins and you're actually really focused on the process rather than what the process could produce. And that's mm. always worked really well for me where it's like, okay, what do I need to do to win Monday? All right, stack the day, Tuesday, keep going, yes. keep going, keep going with this bigger vision and then checking in on the label that I'm giving between the space that I'm in now to where I want to go. That distance in between, which is always going to exist as ambitious go-getter, like fear bosses that listen into this community. Yeah. It's like, you're always going to have that big distance. Yeah. So how do you label that? Do you label it overwhelming? I'm never going to get there. Are you comparing yourself to everybody and their cousin? Are you saying she has something that you don't? She's got unicorn dust in her veins and like whatever. <laughs> it's like, no, it's right. just labeling that space as like, I actually need that space to qualify me for that bigger vision. If you would have told me, for example, the first time I spoke in front of an audience was 12,000 people. First time ever. Uh, Just a and, small little room, yeah, babe. And I had my J-Lo hoops on, and then they told me that would hit against the mic yeah. thing. I had to take them off. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to poop my pants. I'm so scared. But <laughs> if you would have told me day one that I started that, you know, my business, which was in network marketing, that I was going to be speaking in front of an audience like that, yes, that was a big vision, but I was not the person that could handle it yet because I didn't know, number one, what I would say. I didn't yeah. have the confidence to stand on that stage. And so often we want to rush in this instant gratification society amazon prime world we live in mm. to get there faster and i'm like i don't want my big dreams yet because i literally can't sustain them yet so i yeah. like the pace at which i'm moving in order to get to my goals so when you focus on that micro focus winning the day building confidence like having joy in the process rather than just waiting till some arbitrary end goal to feel proud mm. i was able to grow this business because i like showing up for it because it's also the thing for those of you that are building a side hustle nobody's gonna fire you if you don't show up for your side hustle so how mm. are you gonna stay fulfilled by it will you make it fulfilling right yes. you don't you don't give yourself this ridiculous amount of pressure to get there quicker because in reality if you get there quicker but you look back at the path that you took towards getting there and you don't feel like it was worth it and you didn't spend time with your significant other your friends your family and you didn't and you burned all these bridges you're there by yourself and you hit your goal whoop-de-doo Right. right? <laughs> and you're probably still miserable. And what I love so much yeah. about what you're saying, and you could just, I mean, if you're listening to Keisha right now, you can feel it. I mean, this is who she is, is like a human at her core, but you can feel her joy. And here's yeah. the thing. This gives you joy in the process. It yep. sounds like it allows you, Keisha, to have fun along the way yes. because you're not so micromanagey about what could be happening on the other side like you're sort of taking the liminal space that is that weird in between because you're you're not who you were every day we're growing you're right. you're not even as i sit here with you we're not like i'm not who i was but i'm not yet where i am i'm not there yet i i, I, yeah. I don't know if i even have a destination i don't know what the i don't know so sometimes you are in this liminal space and you yeah. can either be miserable in that liminal space or you could find joy in the process. And it sounds like this letting go for you, yeah. like this disattaching to the end result, this surrender yes. to the serendipity has allowed you to just be the playful human being that you are along the way, even if mm -hmm. it's getting fucked up, even if yep. you're in a city you hate, but you thought yeah. you were gonna love, even if you don't yeah. know what's, what's gonna happen. Okay, speaking of iteration, I try to eat right most of the time. And while I'm pretty good at it, I'm not perfect. And 
oh, by the way, according to science, most of us aren't, which is why supplements are even a thing. They supplement what you're missing in your body and Advocare's supplements are my fave. They can help you do lots of things from boosting collagen to getting your gut in check to managing your mood, all things I'm down for. So if you're interested and want to go check them out, there's a link in our show notes to shop and learn more. Plus you get 15% off every time you shop. You simply need to use the code YESAND15. Plus you'll support this podcast when you do. Okay, back to the show. It's so innate. It's so visceral for me that I'm like, I truly have this belief at my core that if we're going to imagine a future scenario, like anyone could do this right now. You're listening to this in the shower, you're driving, you're cooking dinner, you're hanging out, whatever. It's like, think about a time in your past, probably yesterday or maybe even earlier today, where you worried about something that like didn't actually happen. If you're going to imagine a future situation, I actually just imagine it's going to be better. I'm like, it's not going to work out the way that I planned. There's no way even all my goals right now, the vision that I have, the things that we're working on, I've got all these goals. And I think goals are important as humans. We love progress. We love growth. We yes. want to know where we're going, but I don't even think it's going to work out. I think it's going to be better. And maybe Ooh. I don't. And when it, and when it's shitty and I'm crying and I'm, you know, doing an ugly cry with snot mascara on my bathroom floor and I want to quit like, move to Tahiti. Yeah. About right. Like about a house. Yeah. It, of course. Stupid. I mean, that, it, no, it's not stupid. It's so real. I like, can oh, do it I too. Know. And then you're like, And then you get back up. It's like, gosh, I needed to fall down or I needed to have this moment. So then I could also build character, grit, resilience when I'm getting that's only built when you're getting back up. And so it's like, gosh, I just remind myself that it's all even when it's crappy. I'll let myself feel that that experience. But don't be feel it. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to let myself spiral for a second, but I'm not going to like stay in like I'm packed <laughs> there. I'm gonna, like, pick up the crap, get it going again, like get back up. Right. Because I'm reminding myself that like, I'm learning something in this, like I'm growing through what I'm going through. I'm learning something in this that's going to serve me so I can handle that next thing. But at the same time, the next thing's going to be better because so I'm not going to imagine it, it won't be. Uh, that is yeah. like, just what I needed to hear today. Oh, it's not going to be this. It's actually going to be better. That is empowering. That is an and belief. Keisha, tell me, do you, how are you with your goals? Like, do you do like three, five year strategic business plans? (laughs) Like how does Keisha like manifest the magic? Like what are you doing tactically? Or are you really just in super small windows or do you have three to five year plans? Like where, where are you at with that? So it's a verbal Asking for a friend. <laughs> it's a constant conversation um, where I have micro-focused goals of like yes. daily and even like weekly things where I'm like, these are the main things I want to get done for the week. And I'm kind of like moving it around throughout the week so I could stay focused on like what's, especially right now, we are juggling yeah. a lot. We're getting yes. married and we're moving. We're building a business. My fiance, Sina, as you know, like yeah. left his career. We're getting into real estate investment. We just bought our first rental. I mean, so many moving parts, like I mentioned at the beginning, a lot of tabs, but I'm like, wait a second, what do I need to focus on this week? And then again, how is it contributing to where I want to be in a year or two? I have no idea Mm -mm. where I'm going to be in five years. Literally no idea because the person that I'm going to be in six months is going to change her mind on what she wants in five years. So I'm not going to waste my time going pen to paper, mapping out this vision, but I have a very clear, crystal clear image in my head of where I want to be in one year. And I am so like, this is where I'm going to be. And again, 
I know that it's going to be better than that, but I still can envision. And I like to think like when I think about goals, what works really well for me is to think of the concept of like benefit extension. Who Mm. else is going to benefit as a byproduct of me going for this, of me making this happen? And who's going to be negatively impacted if I don't? And um, wow. we want to have kids in a couple years. Yep. And I think about this hypothetical conversation with my future daughter and just watch. She's going li- to, it's going to be twin boys that we have. And they listen back. I'm like, I always talk and about my future daughter. And you will be blessed and they will be magical. <laughs> they will yes. be magical. Give me healthy I, babies. Healthy babies. Yeah. But I picture this like hypothetical conversation. I know I'm going to tell my kids that they can do anything they want. Yeah. And I want them to be able to look back at me and be like, mom, I know I can. I watched, watched you. you. Yeah. Right? Like, not like you told me that I could, because I don't remember stuff that people say, but I do remember how what they, they make do. me feel and the example mm. that they set. So mm. that kind of helps me. And I'm, I'm not a structured person. In fact, too much structure. Um, I like, st- we call it in our house, structured spontaneity. Cool. Where like, I need a box that I can play in. Yeah. If I'm too um, focused in, I just get really neurotic. I get anxious. Yeah. That's when anxiety comes out. If I feel yeah. like it's like too meticulous, I don't enjoy it. So I don't do it. I relate to you in that. We're both sevens. You're an Enneagram seven, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, me yeah. too. And so I don't like the box. I do not enjoy boxes. Um, yep. I do thrive with some structure, but I yep. need I need play time. So it's interesting. Yeah. I actually made one of my business goals this year uh, to play more because yeah. I got so in the weeds with the builds and the and in yep. the 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 the, the, the bi- I got so. Frankly, I, I love my work. I'm a, yeah. a little bit of a workaholic. I could do this stuff all day long. Love, 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 love. And, and yep. almost to my detriment. So like I made play, like here's the seven, here's the player. I, I have become almost, you know, almost too in the weeds on work that I've lost sight of all the things that inspire me to go create the work mm-hmm. that is then, you know, a byproduct of like, that's the by. Like every time I play, I make other lives better because yes. I take what I learn and go create something with it. And if I'm not doing that, that, how the fuck am I going to, you know what I mean? I love it so much too, because I also think that there are, everybody's got different personalities and goals and visions for their life. And I love that. But I think that you and I in particular, and some women listening into this will connect to this, where like your joy and your enthusiasm and, and also, also, and right. Like, yes. And and crushing it in your business, right. Is that you do both because it's really hard to be what you can't see. So we need representations. Like I'm so proud to be like, I've earned millions of dollars online and I'm also having dance parties all the time. And I'm like all over the place. And I'm like, because, because you can do it. I'll, I'll, I'll raise my hand and show you I've done it. I'm living, breathing proof. I'm a testimony of what's possible for you. And I think when we own that and we step into what we actually need in order to show up in the world then someone else can say if judy can do that Keisha can do that i can and and if we don't show up i feel like we're not using the gifts that we're given right like that's the thing people hear hear us when we tell you this there are going to be people that may quit on you they may decide Mm -hmm. you are not for them they may decide to unfollow or unlike or tell you about it before they leave and god bless good for you for figuring that out but may you never quit on you because it is your job to keep going and to keep showing up and that is so vulnerable and scary but it is the truth i mean keisha i'm living proof of it as well like i have when I started, I mean, I was like personal branding and like doing these little talks and like, it was all so, I mean, 
yes, you should look back and go, oh my, I've changed and oh my, I've learned, Mm -hmm. but oh my, I have always been me. And those, those little sprinkles of who you are are a big part of the story. And you're right. We show up for other women and men that are watching us. Like, I feel like a big part of your role, like Keisha, you do every time I see you jump online and try something new, or I see you be the multi-passionate entrepreneur that you are. It reminds (laughs) me, okay, it's okay that I'm like, not sure either. Like she's making a big change and it's okay if I change my mind too, because I think a lot of us think we can't. Like if you decide something isn't for you, babe, you reserve the right to change your mind. Yes. Every day. Oh gosh. Yes. I mean, like literally, because the thing is so many people are saying that they're stuck Mm -hmm. and, and it's like, Maybe you feel drained, like you don't have the energy to go chase these other things because you're literally doing the same thing over and over again. You haven't sparked any joy in your life. Like, take inventory of your calendar. When's the last time you did something for the first time? When's the last time you did Yes. Right? Like, that lit you up just for the hell of it. And it's like, people write it off as trivial, but I actually feel like it's the secret sauce. It's why I've showed up so consistently to my podcast and in the online space and through all the ups and downs. It's like... Because it's it's joyful. Joy. Because I'm asking myself the question, how can this be more fun to do the unsexy, mundane, boring crap that's required to stay consistent and build up a community or whatever it is that you're working on? I it's like, it. go back to that part, you know? I know. So. Girl, you are just uh, a fire. Tell me this. <laughs> I've always wanted to ask you why. Okay, so the name of your company is She Goes. Why She yeah. Goes? I wanted it to be directly focused towards women because that's who I feel most most called to serve. And I saw that it could be turning into all sorts of different avenues, right? I was like, mm. at first, she goes, was going to be an events company. So she she goes Nashville, she goes LA, so she goes good. whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And doing events pop-up style that way. But I also saw an opportunity to branch off of it in all different capacities. And I saw a community and I saw a lot of women being connected. And I'm like, where is she going? She's always in motion because you're mm. either progressing or you're regressing. You're never standing still, right? So mm. I want her to be going and that could be that her her going isn't this hustle culture like, you know, always be on, always be working, but her going could be I'm giving myself the grace to in this season do something that I need to support myself to go at the right pace that I need. Cause I don't know about yeah. you, but I actually don't really struggle with comparison of myself to other people for whatever reason. I do struggle with my comparison to myself yeah. in a prior season when yeah. the circumstances were different. Right. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes, especially when I'm making changes where I went from something that was actually going really well, my story is all these different pivots of things going really well and then saying, okay, this doesn't feel aligned. I'm going to trust my own intuition to make this change because I believe it will be even better. But that means when you go from where things were really good to where you have to start at the bottom again, it, you suck. <laughs> like yeah. you're, It's not fun. So you naturally compare yourself to that prior version of you where you're mm-hmm. like, back in that role, I crushed it. For women that are in the corporate world, you know, you switch teams, you switch companies. Maybe you're a director of marketing at a certain company and all of a sudden you switch and you're like, wait a second, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Who is Karen in HR? Where do I go? Like, I don't know where my staplers. is. Like, How whatever. I turn you know? on this computer? I'm so confused. <laughs> right, and you're, and then your mind, right? Your mind yeah. wanders off to that like comfort zone of these familiar thought patterns. Our brains are wired to want to keep us and our certainty so we're like oh it would have just been easier to stay and then sometimes we proactively throw in the towel on that new thing because we've decided that it would have been easier to stay in the old thing so Mm -hmm. I'm like always dancing that dance of being like hold on 
This is your rite of passage. This is also what's going to help you connect with people. And this is the part that you have to show. Like yeah. you have to be crappy at the beginning. You don't yes. get to miss that part. You the don't end. you don't <laughs> get to miss that part. Yeah. The end. It's so true. <laughs> um, so what I love about your story and so much of what we've talked about here, and certainly the name of your company, it really it's about momentum. It's about forward yeah. momentum. It's about getting yourself in the game, but taking action. So the name of this podcast is Yes And. And, you know, mm -hmm. we're over here building the house of and, really leaning into what's possible when we keep moving. So when I mm -hmm. offer up those two words to you, yes and, tell me what comes up. Yeah. So for me, what comes up just intuitively right away is if you are gifted any type of vision of whatever that's going to look like and more importantly feel like, like, Yes, that's for you and you can go get it. You just have to trust that you're gifted the resourcefulness to figure it out. Like I don't mm. actually believe that you have everything in you to go make it happen. There's a popular Pinterest quote around all the, like you've got everything in you that you need. Yeah. You've got the resourcefulness to go out there and take action, which is going to give you clarity and it's going to give you connections. You got to call your shot. You got to say, this is what I'm looking for. You got to find those people that can support you. You have to be brave enough to say what you actually really want. But yes, it's for you when those dreams are in your Head, your sister, your cousin, the other mom in the PTA doesn't have the same dreams as you. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes, that's for you and go get it. It's yes. like, it's a, it's a two part thing where like you can sit there and you can get to the end of your TBD amount of days here and have had this full body. Yes, but you didn't go get it and means action. Right. Yeah. And, yes, and I think, uh, yeah, yes and go. <laughs> you just, you just freaking drop the mic on that one. I love it so much because, you know, one of the things I say, I'm like, somebody, somebody once asked me on a podcast, like, what's your secret to success? And I have a weird thing with the word success because I think it looks different. Like success yeah. to me could be very different to you and success for some of us is just a health, the health of our kids or a safe yep. place to live, food in our fridge, whatever. And then some people's success is like the, the private home on Fiji like whatever, right? Yep. We all are going to have like different versions, but this person's like, what, you know, what does success look like to you? And I was like, um, help uh, like other people. Like the yeah. only reason I, or he goes, what has made you successful? That's how he said it. What, what has yeah. been your secret to success? I'm like all the other humans mm. that I have been brave enough to ask for help right if you yeah. think of your career and your journey like i know you work with coaches i know you're yeah. in masterminds i know you invest in yourself and you attend the conference you do all the things right so do i and i can think of through every step when i from writing a book to my first speech to working with bureaus to writing contracts to how do i get an llc like it has mm -hmm. always been me saying yes i want to do this and who's, who could help me do it. Yes. And maybe it's something I need to go get for myself or maybe it's a phone call I need to make. I once saw Lori Harder make a post. She said, um, send 10 emails every week or every day maybe on your own behalf to advocate for your business. Like that mm -hmm. is how you get it. Like go move, like move, do yeah. something, put yourself out there. And I love that you have that in, in common because um, I have only gotten to where I'm at today with the help of other people, but also yep. the belief in myself that I, I was worthy of the ask, 
right? Well, the transparency of it too, because how many people in in your community, I know this happens in mine, where they say, this is the thing that I want to do. They hold it so close to themselves. Mm. They think <gasps> yes. that they're going to somehow make it happen. But it's like, you've got to raise your hand and say, this is what I'm working on and be brave yes. enough to say, I don't know anything. That's how my fiance Cena left dentistry. I'll touch on this. 30 oh, seconds. you have to Cena. touch on this. He, so, he went to dental school, was a dentist, and just said yeah. bye bye. Talk about iteration. Tell me that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my fiance Cena, we supported him through dental school. He went to NYU. He became a dentist. He started practicing. Tried on this particular type of environment that was more of a franchise model. Thought this is not aligned. Our belief is always you don't say no to something until you've tried it on in another iteration, another environment. Right. Yeah. Cool. So he, we moved from San Diego to Austin, and he got a job at a private practice dream situation dream company dream hours everything and he still knew intuitively that this was the wrong path he played mm -hmm. it out felt like he was wasting his potential and I was like get out so wow. he going from being in this structured where yeah. everything that he's been doing for 10 years like going yeah. through school and all everything has been so linear and so many people and I know someone listening into this right now is like what he left being a dentist it's like here's the thing we're not going backwards. We're going forwards. Forward. If he's not fulfilled by it anymore, then we just cut cut the cord as soon as possible to go figure out what direction we can take. And we're in a fortunate situation where the business that I have is lucrative enough to support both of us. And I'm so grateful for that. So we could give him some time. Yeah. And I understand that's a blessing that a lot of people don't have. But what he would have done if we weren't is he would have started something on the side. Yeah. Right? Because that's how we always do things. We yeah. started on the side. And um, when he left, he knew he was intuitively, he knew a lot of times people say oh I don't know what I want but I'm like if I forced you or I told you Oprah's gonna fund it for you um like <laughs> oh, you have no excuses yeah. right um then then what would you actually want to do? do and the yeah. first thing that came to mind is he's like I've always been interested in real estate investment mm. and I was like perfect now you get to go call your shot yeah. We get to go find, we need, need, we need to take inventory of every single person that we know that we're connected to. Who do we know? To. Who can help? Who? See, look at what you just did there. Exactly. The, yes, yes. Yes. I've always and been And now what? And now what? Who exactly. can help? What do I have? What do I need to learn? Like I have full mm -hmm. body chills. When I see yeah. you guys post about this, I'm so empowered, you know, my, and so, so you and Cena, so maybe you're yeah. listening to this right now and you're like, okay, they have, cause I can hear people. Oh, yep. they have the luxury of time and they don't have kids yep. and they're young and they're 30 yep. and all these things. My husband who is 55 years old is moving through something very similar. He is in yeah. a deep reckoning with himself and he is about to make a massive change and I could not be more excited for him because yes. what I think it's going to do is it's going to crack open his life and his potential in ways he never saw possible. And guess what? He's going to start to do it on his own terms. And is it, is it scary? Yes. Is it unknown? Yes. Is it vulnerable? Yes. Is he going to have to start at the bottom? Hell yes. But yeah. he's starting to knock on the doors and tap on the shoulders yep. of the people who maybe help him walk him into this next phase of life. So it's a yes. reckoning. And whether yeah. you're 30, whether you're 50, right? It is, it's true. It is all about it, the courage to call your shot. Yeah. And then, so your yes is this is what I want to do. And then your and is what can I do in the next 24 hours to move start moving. the needle forward? Literally yes. anything, right? Anything. It's slide into someone's DMs. It's yes. reach out to, on LinkedIn. I mean, even if you don't have a business goal and you want to run a half marathon, stop talking about it. Great. Sign up for the half marathon Perfect that's example. 16 weeks out. Buy some right? shoes. 
exactly you right. can do it yeah you just need to get some sort of skin in the game and once he did that he got connected to a mentor that Watch helped out was someone that i knew that helped him do this and all of a sudden he's talking he's going to all Momentum. these meetups he's bum 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 and all of a sudden we're like sitting here thinking holy crap this is literally like turning into something massive because of tiny little, little actions steps. that compounded Right. Look, I am obsessed with you. I am obsessed with this whole conversation. <laughs> and it is so what we like. I, I have full body goosebumps because this is what I live for. And I think we're yes. both living proof. And, you know, listen, these aren't just my this isn't just my story. This isn't just Keisha's story. You guys, we are continuing to tell you these stories from women in our community who are kicking yes. cancer's ass to writing bestsellers to leaving crappy relationships, starting ones because they deserve yes. it. Moving to new cities like these are a collection of stories in the thing they have in common is not all the answers, but small micro moments yeah. of daily courage, doing one thing to advocate for yourself on your own behalf every single day and watch out. Um, yes. Thank you for this gift. I could literally, I mean, I could have you um, on my podcast every month. I just am obsessed. And, you know, I'm over here always cheering you on, and I hope to hug you in person. Um, yes, whether it's in Scottsdale, one of these cities we're going to cross over. I just Whoa, know we will. We'll, we're going to be at the same event at some point. I can promise you that. But, my, my dear, you are just a love and a light, and I thank you for your work in the world. And I'm so glad I got to meet you. I mean, there's not a lot of – Instagram can be a frustrating place, but I, I love that that brought us together, my book. And of course, uh, the the interwebs of Instagram, and I, I continue it. to watch you kick ass. So thanks for being I here. I love girl. rooting for you too. I'm a hype girl for you always. I appreciate you. I love you, and thank you, you so much for having me. Goes both ways. Thanks, girl. Oh, I okay. Can can you even with her? Isn't she just? I just feel like I got goosebumps three times when I was talking to her and I just feel better. You know, those people you just get done talking to and you literally feel better about life, your business and yourself. Oh, Keisha is one of those people. I think my favorite thing she said was the whole part about it didn't happen this way, but it's actually going to be better. Like this didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen, but it's actually, that's okay because it's going to be better than I could even imagine it. I also loved the conversation and the reminder that I very much needed that it is okay to change course, to change your mind and to change direction. It's a permission slip I think we all need in a world that can feel really scary to make a change in. So I hope you loved this episode as much as we loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram, tag me, tag Keisha. When you're listening, send us DMs. Let us know what you thought about this episode. We're both really active on the Instagram, so we'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can always send an email if that's more your vibe. We are at hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. I love your show ideas, your feedback, and your inspiration. And I'd really love to know what your biggest takeaway was. And if you get a second, my goodness, would you leave us a review? It would mean the world to me. Reviews are a really big deal. So thank you, thank you, thank you if you've already done it. But if you're listening on iTunes, give us one, will you? All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. I'll see you on the Instagram. And until we meet again, I'll see you right here next week. You better keep opening those doors, baby. It's going to be better than you can even imagine. Let's go. See you next week.